We believe that you have talent and is being wasted. And if you decide to collaborate on this performance, you will never be wasted again. What's the character? You'd let me die. Just Mais... to them, wouldn't you? C'est tellement nouvelle cette chanson française qu'il faut que je lis toutes les paroles parce que elle vient de la faire il y a trois jours. Elle a seulement trois jours. Et, et c'est pour ça que je le parole ici. Mais je vous promets que depuis aujourd'hui, il va être très populaire en France. Vous voyez. Je pense. La Hello and welcome to another episode of Tinker Taylor Podcast Spy. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler, and I'm here with my co-host, Max. Hello. We are uh, just the two of us today. Emma couldn't make this recording, so we're going to... We got got the Dudes Rock edition. The Dudes Rock edition of the podcast. That's right. Dudes are going to be rocking. We're going to be rocking through some rocky material today. Uh, We are going to be discussing the first third, which I believe was chapters one to nine. Yes, um, The Little Drummer Girl, uh, which... To be very clear, <laughs> this is kind of a delayed recording. We started reading this book how long ago, Max? Like, I mean, like right after now. we released the last episode. So, right, it's been a while. Um, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a while. Life gets in the way. That's the way it goes. Um, but we started reading this book, which, to be clear, the little drummer girl is John LeCrae's kind of take on intelligence operations between Israel and Palestine. Right. I think that's safe to say. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So very odd timing. I mean, our first episode came out or we started uh, kind of reading and getting ready for our first episode, basically right when John LeCrae died. Yeah, I think I feel like we I'm kind of like. I hope we're not causing these things. Right. I know. Do (laughs) we have the, you know, power, uh, some sort of supernatural John LeCrae power? Where yeah. every time, you know, if we read, I don't know, if we read um, Call for the Dead, are we going to have like some weird murders in Germany that we have to go solve? I'm, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Let's let's hope not. Well, I guess we were we were clear for our other episodes. So that's you true. Know, that is true. No, as far um, as I know. Yeah, as far as I know, no one was kidnapped in Berlin. <laughs> yeah, um, as far as we know, we're normally informed when someone's kidnapped in Berlin. Yeah, so. Exactly. By an intelligence service. Yeah, we're, yeah, we we're in the known. know. We would have known. Um, so, yeah, obviously, you know, to, to put our cards on the table, this is a, a pro-Palestine podcast, uh, you know, speaking, I think, safe to speak on behalf of Emma as well. Yes. So that's so. the view. That's the view we're kind of bringing to it. Um, so as you listen, kind of please keep that in mind. Um, Max, the, you know, maybe we should actually start with the uh, the intro to the book. Yeah. Well, um, I think I have yeah. a different intro. I might. So I have a yeah, fairly that's right. old copy. Let me see when. No, I actually, I have the I have an old copy too. So oh, I okay, think okay. Emma had the. I think Emma one. has the new copy. Yeah, mine. Mm. I think I have a first edition. It's from yeah eighty three. Um, Collector's item. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's in poor condition, but um, <laughs> so he literally. I mean, my introduction is him basically just like thanking the hotel owners he stayed at and like <laughs> yes. Um, like the 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 Israeli guys who showed him around Jerusalem and then yeah. but I mean he also thanks all like like literally like it's like a PLO guy who showed him around Lebanon yeah. and the West Bank and everything so mm-hmm. I mean he seemed to have like 
real he seems to you know like a lot of these books gets these real ends of like people who actually know what's going on um, right and well, i think at this, this is, point he's this pretty reflects, famous author yeah i mean he's very this is the first book after the carla trilogy so like he's right this is peak. he's like yeah yeah because um, this this was published um march 1st 83 so you know yeah this is coming off the back of like all his probably most well-known most successful novels and um you know he he seems to have a great ability to um get embedded in places or learn from people who have you know firsthand experience in these regions and and i think that intro too he really goes um through great lengths to kind of i think what he's trying to do is say like look i'm trying to be as fair as possible yep um which you know look we we i think i don't know how much we've talked about this before i don't think john lecrae you know he is not a leftist i think he has sympathies uh he's certainly an anti-war person which hey that's a pretty fucking good start in my books yeah i mean he's definitely i think an anti-spy agency person at least least think the way they've been set up (laughs) does more damage than uh benefit right exactly um so you know i think he's coming to it through that lens you know, I so I have not read the book before. I know there was also a TV show that came out recently, which we will get to eventually. Which, yes, um, and I'm, there I'm is a m- to do. movie. I've yeah. not seen the movie. I don't know. I guess it came out shortly after. The both, book. both with awesome casts, like yeah, both the TV like show and the cast. movie have like insane casts. So I mean, I I think that is a thing with his books. I don't. I I don't. I can't remember. I can't think of an adaptation that has a bad cast. No, it's uh, true. I think. Um, I think he's got just such high regard and his stories have such high regard that when they get optioned, either I don't know how much control he would have. I'm sure he's got producer credits on all this stuff is he's probably like, look, I have more than enough money. I don't need to do this. So if we're going to do it, I want it to be done decently. Right. Um, And he seems to, they seem to always get like awesome casts, like the, the products the, in the end are varied, but they're usually good. I don't think I've seen any yeah, kind of crazy stuff. That I mean, the, the movies are, at least the ones I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're obviously not done for the money because they are like yeah. done at least fairly closely to the books, which are not like, you know, it's not like James Bond. They don't turn them into like James no, Bond. They're like no. very cerebral and quiet and like yeah. slow. Like I know tons of people who don't like the the Tinker Tailor Soldier yes, Spy which is an adaptation because it's like, <laughs> yeah, it is very slow. It can be very bewildering um, and is very slow. Um, and it's funny. My too, wife, even my wife is actually giving a thumbs down to the movie. <laughs> two thumbs down. Yeah. As I speak. My, my spouse would also <laughs> give two thumbs down. I remember I was so excited. We actually like when when it kind of first came to um, where you could like rent it or whatever. We yeah. went over to my parents' house and like my whole family sat down with Aaron to watch. It, and I was like, you guys, this is amazing. This is like, you know, my favorite <laughs> author, one of my favorite books. And everyone was just like, what the fuck was that? What, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, this was we it might've been one of the first movies we went to together. It was in law school. Um, oh, wow. and we went as like a, uh, a, a group, um, right. we were dating already and we went as a group of friends. And I think I, I came out of it like <laughs> wanting to read all of John le Carre right, and right. Sarah to this day refuses to even listen to the <laughs> podcast. So yeah, um, it's a pretty good like dividing line. <laughs> if if you see that movie and you're like, "Damn, I need to know more," then you know you're probably yeah maybe a lifelong fan. I, I do. Um, I just I just want to say that you know that it takes. If anyone's worried that they're they don't their spouse and them or 
uh, partner in them don't agree on John LeCarre, you can make it work. You can make it's it okay. work. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's it's 2021. Uh, fans and enemies of John LeCarre yes. can come together. Exactly. And, uh, celebrate love. Uh, and that's um, a beautiful thing. Yeah. But I guess back to the intro, I mean, Emma yeah. couldn't, and Emma's unfortunately not here. I don't have her version. Right. But from what she was saying, it seems like he <laughs> became, at least in the intro, became very anti-Israel by the time this new edition right or at least in the intro became about the turn they took um, right exactly of, I, of I think how that's the interesting thing about um this kind of genre right is he's writing these books that are obviously fiction but oftentimes they're based on either real events or real um you know m- not necessarily specific events but real kind of um struggles uh, yes. within places or between peoples or countries. And, and so when he has time to revisit them, he'll update his like intros yep. or his forwards or whatever. And it usually is his chance to kind of shed some light and say like, Hey, I wrote this during this time. Um, you know, things have changed. My opinion has changed. Uh, and that's kind of a cool uh, option that he's had. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, the, the kind of good thing about the spy genre is that since it's operating in the shadows, you can really, pretend that this happened alongside real events without kind of disrupting the real events. It's not like, you know, you're not changing the outcome of the war. You can just be like, Oh, this happened during the cold war. No one knew about it, but it's, (laughs) it's like, it's, it's, so I think that's beneficial. And I mean, the, I think you do have to kind of consider that when this came out, I think this is basically, I mean, you know, the, there'd been a lot of, there been a lot of leftists even at you know earlier up to this point who'd been anti-israel been on mm-hmm. the side of the plo and you yeah. know uh but it was a much more it's certainly a much more but, radical position yes but there was you know there was still a lot more i think i mean let's just discount the u.s which has always been very yeah, pro-israel exactly yeah um there's a lot more sympathy for Israel's position mm-hmm. worldwide up to this point. I mean, like they'd been invaded, you know, this is 83. They didn't been invaded like three times, what mm-hmm. three times um, up until this point. And they just come off of like the Yom Kippur war in 73 mm-hmm. and the Munich massacre in 72. And that, yeah. you know, that's in Germany and Germany as against the book is like incredibly embarrassed that, you know, that happened you know there. less yeah. than two decades you're right. like a less than three decades after the holocaust they couldn't protect this israeli the team on their soil the, and yeah, then you know there's bombing as the first chapter goes into there's bombings right. everywhere and hijackings and like there is a lot even on the left because the you know a lot israel's founding have been kind of through the labor move a lot of it had been through the labor movement and setting up mm-hmm. you know uh basically communist kibbutz like you know communal living where literally children would be taken from their parents and like raised commonly you know right by right. the the kibbutz as a whole and so i think you know there's just we're coming into this and i think the difference between the introductions kind of show this where there's like a lot more even handed uh for sure and then, you know um, this was this was the kind of peak of the plo operating right <clears throat> yep. and regardless of your opinion on that um certainly for a worldwide kind of liberal center yes. yep. audience that's going to look pretty bad um yeah to a lot of people yeah. be fra- it's going to be framed very poorly right so i think i mean you can't 
you can't have people hijacking planes. Right. Like it's like I mean, it's just not it, it's not going to like go well. And, and I think look you good. know before the pod too, we were we were talking about and and you were alluding to it there. I think Israel was maybe a uh, <clears throat> a bit more uh, there was a bit more po- political debate within Israel too. Yeah. Um, whereas now it seems to be essentially uh, in terms of the political. Uh, who's been in power it's been pretty monolithic for you know for decades i mean at this point decades i mean if you dig underneath it was pretty still pretty right right know, but at least there not, was like there was a, like a uh, parties from like in theory from the same yeah i mean it was all it ends up all being for jews only but um right right i sorry i i will repeat this i not that it, you have to be jewish but i am <laughs> yeah. jewish yes um that's probably, uh, but yeah, I won't good, I won't no. stop Tyler from saying like he can. <laughs> yeah. But like this, you know, we do have this. Uh, I I may. If I sound harsh, it's coming from like a 30 years, 30 something years of like indoctrination hmm. of, you know, pro-Israel indoctrination that I'm trying to throw off. So. Right, right. But yeah, I think that's all interesting context. And, and yeah, we'll should we get, get into, into the, the book now? Because I think you kind of need you need a little bit of that context before we start to kind of understand, you know, if this book was written today or if it was even written, you know, when he did that revised edition of the book that Emma has, this story is probably much different. Um, yeah. I mean, this is even, you have like, this is even before the first intifada. Like it's, right. it's very, right. It's, it's very early. It's really almost like a different world in terms of what this yeah. conflict looks like. Right. So yeah. And, and he, you know, what, what we'll get into and, and again, Max has read it before. I have not. Um, the first third of this book, one thing that I'll say is it's quite light on the politics. There are a few yeah. sections, um, which we'll touch on, where politics gets brought up. And actually, it, it gets brought up a lot through the lens of um, Litvik, who who we'll get into. Yes. Yep. He's kind of a hardliner. Um, and um, that's kind of a lot of the politics early on gets brought up with respect to the backgrounds of some of the Israeli um operatives that are involved but there's not like he doesn't have this big um drawn out like this is the history of the conflict this is what's happened um that doesn't really happen so it's really kind of focused early on on the on the operational side of things so we'll get into it we'll we'll walk through it um because we're going to be doing oh and and to be clear we're going to be doing three uh three episodes uh on this because it's a pretty big book but we're gonna we're gonna keep it shorter yeah we'll try and keep it to short like hour sub sub hour episodes so it's not like a burden to listen to this all um but i'll get into it we'll we'll probably try and blah 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 a little bit of some areas of the plot that uh you know aren't too crucial so we'll just start off so there's a bomb it explodes in the suburb of bad Godesburg in bonn germany and this is kind of the cold open of the book essentially yep uh, killing, among others, uh, the child of an Israeli diplomat who lived in the house with the um, in- where the intended victim was due to stay. Uh, the diplomat survives, and basically, they find out that the bomb was planted by a young woman. Um, she was a German woman, or, or no, maybe was she? Swe- I can't remember. She was Swedish. It was, was I Swedish. Think Swedish, because she she per- or pretended to be Swedish, because the um, diplomats. Uh, the nanny they the had hired yeah, was sweet, yeah. the au pair who was gone that weekend. Um, so she came and kind of said, "I've got oh, I'm leaving this bag yeah. for her. It's it's hers. Can you can you put it in the uh, uh, her room?" And it turns out the the diplomat is having an affair with the nanny and kind of just 
right. is, is uh, starry eyed and puts it in <laughs> in there, not without like going through any security checks. Yeah, um, yeah, he doesn't really think about it. And, oh, and just uh, as for those that don't know, as some kind of background, Bonn at this time before the reunification of Germany was the capital of West Germany, right? And Bad Godesburg was kind of the, the international diplomatic, community. yeah, headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, where where they all lived so yeah very much like a political um yes act, obviously um planning a bomb here so then the german police get involved obviously and they're led by a dr alexis who um kind of leads the investigation he's kind of he almost <laughs> it's funny they kind of set him up he's almost like the setup to be like the german george smiley like he's yep, kind of like yep. Uh, quiet and uh, uninteresting and um, you know people don't really give him a lot of credit because he's kind of boring and and um, he's trying to kind of hang on to control of this operation and kind of during his investigation um, they're joined by members of uh, a unit of the Israeli security services and I can't I can't remember um, so the, the main character here I guess or at least through this part of the book kind of the protagonist from the Israeli side is is Marty Kurtz um, I can't yep. remember. I think he's is he using a different name. Right yeah, he's now? going by he Shulman. He's yeah, going Shulman, by Shulman right, at this right, point. Right. Um, and Kurtz and Shulman kind of, or sorry, Shulman uh, shows up and is kind of helping. Um, or he's almost more observing. He's not even really helping. Um, yeah, he's just kind of there as like you know, it was the Israeli. It was an Israeli diplomat that was attacked, yeah, so right. they kind of like. He, I, I don't even know if they have a right under international law, but the Germans are like, okay, you can send your investigators to kind of shadow and, and look over this. Cause like, we don't want to cause even a bigger diplomatic incident. And we want to make sure that we are seen to be cooperating fully with, you know, Israel on this, um, given the history, the recent history, um, and semi recent history, uh, they're like, whatever we need to do, um, we will, we will help you out. So, so Kurtz is kind of there, um, under the guise of Shulman and uh, kind of observing. And and it seemed, I think Alexis notes that it seems like Kurtz kind of knows more than he's letting on. He's not really saying much. He's not intervening, but he seems to have, um, he seems to understand what's going on, maybe on a deeper level than most of the people in, 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 yeah. involved in the case. And, and Alexis uh, is also like, he's kind of having this very smiley thing happen to him. I think that was various, you know, that's a very, I'd never put this together, but it's a very astute observation where mm-hmm. they they kind of like they've brought in this other guy to shadow him mm-hmm. who we eventually learn is like just takes his job like they're they're <laughs> yeah. pushing him out, which, you know, right. happens to Smiley and is basically the start of every Smiley book is that yeah, he's been yeah. pushed out of his job and they're there. He's he's kind of looking at this from the outside. And this this is kind of what happens to Alexis throughout the investigation. They've brought in this kind of blowhard think the implication is he's ex-nazi or sympathetic to ex-nazi yeah he's like a right wing um, uh, yeah German. whereas alexis is uh i mean he wasn't alive during that time but his father was like a dissenter during right. the nazi yeah yeah very much like lcd sound system losing my edge kind of thing always <laughs> with george smiling the kids are coming up from behind yep. um yeah, so so um, during the investigation and, and through information uh, obtained by Alexis, Kurtz um, believes that the bombing has been carried out by a terrorist cell um, that's led uh, by specific um, Palestinian. There and there's um, <clears throat> the whereabouts of this person's unknown. One of four brothers um, and two uh, whom have already been killed by the Israelis. 
Um, the fourth and youngest brother is um, known by um, the Israeli intelligence Yanuka? service to be in Europe. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Who they yeah. nickname Yamnuka, which is, I can't remember, what's that mean again? I'm blanking as well. <laughs> it's like it's like little thing or young. Yeah. It's like young pig or something, I swear. It's something like that. Because um, he's like the young one. And and they kind of think that if they can capture him, they could kind of draw out. The child. The yeah. It means yeah. child, basically. Yeah. Oh, child. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, because he hadn't, I guess, like, he has kind of escaped because he was young enough that he was never involved in, like. Right direct at least at that beforehand had never been involved directly in kind of resistance or bombings or anything Um, yeah and they think they can kind of use him to kind of catch the older uh, brother um, the older brother who had escaped um yeah and i think you know this this the the there's there's kind of this in the first chapter there's this very funny point where i i think you know, Kurtz, I don't know if this is smiley esque or something, but like he when uh the the person who's gonna take over for Alexis, uh mm-hmm. Salasian, he's like going through his theory of the bombing. Right. And yeah, that's a great showman scene, yeah. showman just like keeps like, Whoa, but what about this? What about the extra wire? Or what about like yeah, yeah. you know, why why did this happen? Or why did like it not go off? Why did it go off twelve hours later? And like he right. keeps like dropping these hints, like he he's basically figured it out, and the Salesian is all seen wrong. This before, right? Like, yeah, exactly, like, yeah. exactly. He's like he's seen the same bomb like yeah. five times. Um, and, and interestingly, I think too, he his main goal there is essentially trying to figure out what the German secure intelligence services know, and he kind of realizes that they don't know anything. Um, exactly, and that's kind of what he wants because they they kind of want full control over this investigation they don't want other people involved certainly people who don't have the yeah, same exactly intelligence that they have or the same skin in the game that they have because if they'd figured it out they could like blunder into whatever showman is kurtz is setting up yeah exactly um, i guess the other thing i just wanted to flag is this this chapter has my like i think it's my favorite line in any smiley book oh. um where he Le goes book. yeah it, uh, sorry yes in any Le <laughs> book um that uh I guess this is from the perspective of Alexis. He goes, in my next life, I shall be a Jew or a Spaniard or an Eximo, ex-Eskimo or just a fully committed anarchist like everybody else, Alexis decided. But a German <laughs> I shall never be. You do it once as a penance and that's it. Yes. Only a German can make an inaugural lecture out of a dead Jewish child. It's like, it just, it's, I don't it's know. Great. It's so like biting gets, and like. Yeah, it gets into the pathos. Incisive and gets, yes. exactly, exactly that. It just, it it always hits me as like um, a, a very astute line. Yeah. Um, Cause I think especially again, like, you know, it's, and it's still at play today. Like the German psyche is so um, understandably. So still so overwhelmed with yes. you know, world war two yep. and how to deal with that and how to deal with the Holocaust, how to, how do you process that as a culture, as a people? And how does that manif- manifest itself in, you know, your citizenry and certainly your politicians and your intelligence agencies yep. and you know it's it's a tricky thing i think and uh, yeah and that, they kind of really great line the you know the after world war ii then they immediately get split apart right. and thrown into this exactly. cold war where it's germany versus germany and they you know there there is it there's 
not really a direct chance to kind of purge and reckon with Nazism. You know, they've kind right. of took out the top leadership, but then they still both sides kind of incorporate uh ex Nazis you know, yeah. Nazi ex Nazis into yeah. their you know that's that's kind of the spy who came from the cold is yeah, exactly is, is, is that, that and it's um kind of popping up again here. Yeah, they, they really didn't get a break, right? It was like they were the the, the main central battleground and reason yep. for World War II. Immediately after World War II, they became the center of the Cold War. Yep. And, uh, you know, how do you deal with basically? And 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 then, you know, not to be skipped over, World War I, obviously, <laughs> um, uh, was was essentially um, uh, centered around Germany as well in, in many ways. So it's like you've had basically almost an entire century defined by the actions of your country negatively yeah. for the most part. Yeah. I um, mean, like from, I mean, what, 1913, yeah. 14 through 1990. It's yeah. just, it's all focused on Germany basically. Yeah. And it's like, you know, a, a, a country like the U S right. Is still feeling the after effects of like nine 11, let's say where that's like a singular event that has, you know, you know, totally altered the course of history it happens to be in the most powerful country in the world. Um, but you know, the psyche of the country is still, I think, dealing with that in many ways. Now, basically consider the fact that, you know, Germany, uh, had something like that as bad uh, as that happening, <laughs> you know, every decade for like yep. a, a century. <laughs> uh, how do you deal with that as a people? It's, um, not easy, uh, to put it lightly. No. Um, and, and one thing uh, too, so Kurtz has kind of a, a uh, number two. Yes. Who's, who's called Litvik, I think is the pronunciation maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think, I I'm, I don't think this is directly this because, you know, obviously Netanyahu wasn't famous at this point, mm. but he's a very like Netanyahu-esque right. figure, very hardline, hardliner as very, opposed to, um, yeah, to kind of, Kurtz. Um, you know, pro-Israeli in a way that obviously they're all pro-Israeli. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, a more aggressive level, I guess. Yep. I mean, I think probably at this point, yeah, born in Israel, you know, he's not. Yes, he's, that's he's, right. Yeah. It's not like Kurtz, who is a, a refugee from yes. Europe. This is yeah. kind of the first he's kind of the first of the generation who's going to, you know, be either born in Israel yeah. or born after at least World War Two. It doesn't uh, to have start. the, you know, the, the experiences that those refugees would have had, which would maybe make them slightly more hesitant to, you know, engage in. And, and Kurtz brings this up quite a lot is he's really interested in, in solving a lot of these issues um, via kind of covert operations yep. and limited scope because he his um, his kind of the guy who's kind of running the show at the higher levels. And Gavron. I Gavron, yeah. He Misha Gavron, like, I think. Yeah, 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 Misha Gavron, yeah. He's basically like, if we don't get results quickly, we're basically going to, you know, do military campaigns. Yeah, I mean, they're going to start bombing. And uh, Kurt seems to be at least sympathetic in the sense of, like, he wants to avoid that. Yeah, so, I, you know, we get... Gavron, who's like, I don't know, it, it's hard to tell if he is actually, you know, pro-military incursion or he just like right. 
is trying to fight off the military. I think that's just, more what it is. Yeah, I think so. Because like, you know, he is an intelligence. So like, I think he but he just he needs he needs enough ammo to be able to do this or and you know, he's not he, he it so it takes time for kind of Kurtz to convince him that he has this lead. This he needs to build up his case. Right. Um, and, and ultimately, too, I think, you know, it's it, like all, all these uh, uh, Lecrae novels. There's a lot of career <coughs> involved here where it's like, look, yeah, I, I need to save my ass, which means I need to get results to the people who I report to. And, um, you know, that's the short of it. If you if you're asking me for all these resources to pull off this really complicated operation and it falls flat on its face, I'm going to look like an idiot. So, you know, you better succeed. And it's also kind of implied that this might be Kurtz's last chance at an operation like this. I mean, Gavron's basically like, I'm not going to get fired because of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll I'll give you enough rope to hang yourself. But that's that's it. Like, I'm not going to let you drag me down. As well. and, and Kurtz is constantly kind of fighting against him um, a, as this goes on, where he's kind of only telling him a little bit. He's he, there. He's kind of asking a lot of his agents to just run expenses essentially on his account. Yep. Um, before he reports them, because he doesn't want to get told, no, like you can't expense, um, <laughs> you know, a rental of a, a sports car. In yeah, Greece it's or like something. the uh, ask for forgiveness, not permission exactly. thing, where it's like yeah, yeah. they're going to be much less likely to deny him if he just submits the receipts rather than ask for permission to, right um, so we'll so we'll switch over now to the kind of the other main character so kurtz is kind of the main character in terms of the intelligence operation the, the next main character is oh i was just gonna say and he's like kind of i just i don't think we hit this is that when he's in germany he kind of at least lays the groundwork to co-opt alexis like he takes him out to dinner right. yes he's yes. like and alexis like this guy is more than he seems and yes. like they've He's basically like laying this groundwork to at least yeah, stay in contact and um, get the assistance or like basically yeah, turn him he, into if an he agent. Needs to call on someone in yeah. Germany. He's in kind Germany, of set up exactly. Alex to be like sympathetic to help him out. And I think there's some scenes later where like Alexis gets like, you know, flowers and a card on his and birthday. And card, like yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, or from Shulman, though. He, from Shulman. Because he from only Shulman. knows him as Shulman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing, too. We kind of talked about this. Like, it's not ever clear if Kurtz is even really his, his kind of name. real name. I don't think um, we know, yeah, like anyone. I mean, apart from like probably, you know, Charlie. Charlie, and yeah, yeah. Alexis, Everyone else but, like, is amorphous. Is amorphous. Like, they just, some of them we don't get names. We just get descriptions. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, we get names. It's just, Nicknames I, and stuff, yeah. he's. I think this is one of the better instances of Lucare going into like the many kind of duplicitous uh, um, and different kind of like masks that spies will wear. Like there's, there's a scene at some point in this first section where like Kurtz is like, he, he traveled from Greece on one passport and then Greece to Paris on another passport and then Paris to belgium and then belgium to berlin and all on different passports it's like you never really know who any of these people are exactly yeah and and that's always you know a big part of his his novels too is like and they they don't even really know who they are sometimes um, no exactly i mean that yeah, exactly <laughs> um so the we now switch over to charlie ross so she is an english actor um she <laughs> also is kind of um it's kind of she she cuts a very i actually i love the way lecure kind of um creates this character where she's got radical politics 
but she has radical politics in kind of that um the way that you know you have radical politics like in college right where it's like yeah you have like a strong moral um center and opinion on these things but you're not necessarily like steeped in theory or you you don't have an in-depth understanding of like the news of the day or whatever um and I think that that hits such a very specific and, and very um, accurate um, type of person. Um, and I don't know if you've spent a lot of time around actors, but this is very... <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> like, I did theater in high school right. and college, and this is like a very Actor's accurate depiction, <laughs> depiction of like, you know, like actors kind of get into this, you know, they it's kind of like they're playing a character. Yeah, um, yeah, In a yeah. certain way. But like, I don't, you know... I think she really does have these strong moral for sure. feelings. She just doesn't, uh, you know, as you were saying, she doesn't have like the, the, the theory or background to fill it in and kind of just mm-hmm. grasps at what her friends or other people are saying to kind of backfill. And it kind of, it kind of lends be to right. this. Yeah. And it, and it lends to this great kind of insecurity that she has with this, where it's like, she believes on it, but believes in it. But then when she's pushed on it and she kind of has to admit to herself and others, that's like, look, I believe in this, but I don't really, I can't really exactly tell you why, or I, I can't really give you a, like a full throated, um, you know, description of what my politics are. I can't, I can't yep. draft you like a manifesto of what my politics yep, are. Yep. Right. Um, a lot of kind of catchphrases and, and that kind of thing, which again, it's like not a bad thing thing to you know she's ultimately like has good opinions on a lot of things but yeah it kind of lends her to be perfect for what um what kurtz ends up wanting her for um in in many ways uh it kind of gives her that insecurity where it's like okay shit like i believe the stuff but here's someone who knows everything and is like you know world uh weary and wise and has clearly seen it all has literally like survived the holocaust like yep how can I profess to understand these issues more than, than him. Right. And, and that kind of is an important character moment that we'll get to. Yeah. We see her kind of like attaching herself to people who aren't necessarily great influences. You yeah. Know, her, her boyfriend her, who they yeah. have to get sent off. Who's, you know, an abuser. And yes. Just, you know, he's, you know, you kind of get the stereotype in a lot of I honestly don't know how true it was back at the right. time, but you get this stereotype, at least in a lot of media depictions of the quote unquote feminist leftist man who is yeah, in the sixties and seventies actually yeah, like yeah. shitty and an abuser in uh-huh. his personal life. Um, right. And you know, a lot kind of, of politics trope. kind of came from him. him exactly. He, exactly. Right, yeah. And he ends up being an asshole. Yeah. So, and, and basically the way, the way Charlie and that whole kind of thing gets set up is she's kind of part of this troop of actors and they were sent to Mykonos by um, <laughs> what turns out to be the Israeli intelligence. Yeah. Service. <laughs> um, they were sent there I mean, by like some benefactor. By the time, by the time you get, to, it's very unclear at the beginning of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. But by the time you get to the end of this nine chapters, you yeah. realize, oh, Kurtz has been laying the foundation, this whole for this. foundation yeah. for, from day one, like for a long time. Which is funny, too, because, you know, the, the stuff with Gavron early on, it's kind of set up as though he's still kind of like. Yep. Explaining yep. how this operation is going to go. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's been like running it for like a year at this point. Yeah. Um, yep. 
which is really really funny um so yeah her her and like her troop are are on um Mykonos. they've been doing some shows there and they're kind of living in this communal house and they're just like hanging out chilling smoking dope and drinking and and just you know being young young actors and mm-hmm. the season's kind of winding up for them they're all kind of figuring out what to do and at this point um she kind of notices a man on the island who seems to be kind of always hanging around where they are um and the reason she really takes an interest in him is he seems to look exactly like someone who's been at the audience yep. of a bunch of her performances yep. in England. And she's like, it can't be right. Like, what are the odds that this is someone who has been at all these shows? And I can only kind of half remember him. <laughs> why the, is he the lights here? Like, he him. couldn't be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really cool because, you, you know, it's effectively written where you're like, is she? Like, yeah. is this a person that well, you, she knows? And you also, <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly at this point if it's afterwards but there's also a section where uh kurtz goes to this guy in berlin who's an ex-agent and he's like i need you back for what basically like i need you back for he stays overnight and he's like i need you back for one last mission right um and it's like i think they don't direct ever directly say it but that is you know that that's who this is like that's who he 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 convinced them to come back. Right. Um, basically because he looks so much like Yanuka. It, um, yeah. Oh, and then this is pretty important too. We, we kind of skipped this point is that um, Kurtz, they actually obtain Yanuka. So they, they end up finding him in yes, um, yes, yes, Berlin, yes. if I'm not mistaken. And they, and they kind of like stake him out. And um, he's got a team basically monitoring him 24-7. And um, he ends up. The, the way they kind of know that he's leaving somewhere is he, he like really loves fancy cars and he's always renting them. And then the one time he doesn't rent a fancy car, they're like, okay, he's on the move. He ends up um, being in Turkey and he's en route to the Middle East and they kind of capture him on the, I think Turkey Greek border. Was it? Or yeah. They set it? up this uh, after the checkpoint, they set up this right. kind of elaborate operation where they, you know, it's basically a honey pot. They yeah, this, exactly. You know, there's this whole debate over which <laughs> which of the two kind of hot young Jewish yeah. <laughs> agents they have is going to be best. And they're like, well, like Lure, yeah. yeah. And, you know, they she, he, they have this woman hitchhike and he picks her up and down he and goes. Then, yeah, and, as, as she's like picking him up, the agents kind of pop out of nowhere and, and kind of snag him. So they've got him. And um, I guess it's worth noting that they actually have him... Um, He's got two other agents in um, in Munich, right? Because um, it's actually close yes. to the Olympic yeah. facility in Munich. Yeah, I which, think they've um, they basically. So this happens after like every Olympics. You know, there's yes. they build all these the housing and everything yeah. and yeah. facilities, and then they basically get abandoned because there's just no use for them yeah. anymore. And they're all like we're going to turn into like low income yeah, housing, or whatever, low income housing, yeah. and like <laughs> we're going to have all these there, like. Yeah you know, Olympic sports trials and like, yeah, you know, that yeah. doesn't bring in any money. So they yeah. don't. Yeah. So it ends up being, it's kind of maintained. a slum. Um, but, but there, yeah, so it's like an got... art, it becomes like a, uh, like slum and, you know, kind of artist residence. So they have right. these, the, these two very young agents. Yes. Pose as like photographers to rent Argentinian this room. Photographers. Yeah. yeah and set and they basically up this... set up, a, 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 we'll get into what it is in a minute, but yeah. they basically are setting some kind of 
room up. Soundproof, <laughs> soundproof, soundproof room. room. Yeah, <laughs> importantly. Um, and and so uh, the the that's basically where Yamnuka is. He's captured, and that's where he gets taken. So we'll yes. we'll kind of put a pin in that. So back to back to Charlie and the gang. So they're they're in Greece. Um, Charlie is kind of, you know, sick of her abusive boyfriend. She's kind of having, I think like, you know, kind of a quarter life crisis type thing where it's like, yeah, okay. I was, I've been in this beautiful Island with my friends. I have to go back to England where I'm kind of like, my career is kind of stalling out. I don't really yep. know what I'm going to do. And then as this is all happening, there's this really interesting guy who they end up meeting. Uh, and his name is Joseph. And um, he kind of becomes Charlie's friend. You know, they've got kind of a bit of a flirtatious vibe going, um, but he's very cagey about kind of who he is, what he's yeah. doing. And he gets, he involves himself in the entire like crew because it's yes. this entire acting troupe. He becomes and, like a mascot for them kind of. Yeah. And like there's this, there's some of the other women in the group are hitting on him as well. And the, right. you know, there's, there's some, gay guys in the troop who are hitting like everyone thinks yeah. he's very attractive and, and, and cool the, he, he's kind of detached yeah. and he's got yep. like big scars on him and he's mysterious like yep um, scars that look like bullet holes right right yeah uh so everyone's into him but we're still not really sure what to feel about him um and then kind of as things are kind of wrapping up and and uh when her abusive shitty boyfriend ends up kind of getting called off early uh to go, you know, what he thinks is going to, you know, make him a movie, is, movie star. He's got to yeah, break his big, big career break yeah. that he's and he's very he's not. He's like, oh, this is I knew this was coming. You were holding yeah. me back <laughs> like I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because, again, this is all totally set up. None of this is real. No, um, not, not at all. Like It's yeah. set up in not even that they've set up a real part. They've just like set up a way exactly. to get him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just want him out of there. Um so essentially at this point, um, Joseph kind of really uh, connects with Charlie and he's basically like, look, um, why don't we travel around Greece together? Um, I know that you're kind of sick of this. You're, you like these people, but you don't really like them. We're getting along. Why don't we kind of take off? Uh, but he's like, we kind of, we should do this in secret because if you tell them, they're going to try and convince you not to do it. You know, they're going to come up with excuses. So he basically tells her like how to essentially create an alibi and do this without anyone knowing. Yep. Yep. Um, and she's like, okay, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? And he basically is like, look, I'll change your ticket. Um, don't worry about any of the costs. I'm going to cover all the costs because she's like poor and she's like, what? Okay. And he kind of, you know, he does the thing where he's like, look, I'm like an investor. I've got some family money. I kind of just do my own thing. You know, um, he's in like silk shirts and gold chains. And... Yeah. Uh, so it's great. They really, I think they, uh, that part's really effective. You, you know, I, I want to say too that like, I, I'm always really, um, I always think to spy who came in from the cold. I'm like, could this book have been done more effectively if it was shorter but you know whereas i did feel that for parts of taylor panama i actually think a lot of these scenes in in this book are really kind of important yeah i i don't think there's a lot of extraneous no uh scenes in this book um, and they're it's fun. a long book i won't Characters lie it's a fun. long book yeah it's a long book. Uh, but i don't there's not really padding no. um in the this way stuff that feels it Taylor does feel Panama. important and it feels like it is actually accomplishing a lot of really good character building. Um, so it doesn't feel extra. Um, okay. So at this point we basically switch back to Kurtz and him is uh, um, his assistant or second in command lit back. Um, 
they pretend to be film producers and they meet up with Charlie's agent in London. His name is Ned Quilly. And this is kind of a funny scene where um, they kind of realize that they need some more information to make sure they Charlie really is who they think she is. So under the guise of this TV show that they're going to do, where it's almost like a reality TV show, interestingly, um, they're like, look, we want to basically get this group of actors together. We want to follow them around, film them on stage, off stage. And we think Charlie would be great. But they're like, but look, we're from and they're pretending to be Americans from like the Midwest. And they're like, yep. look, you know, we're, we're kind of a conservative company. We've got a conservative audience. We know that she's got some radical politics. That's fine. But, you know, we would like to know a little bit more. Can you she pull just, her file and she show just us show us her file? Like, <laughs> yeah. Show us everything she's ever written. I need the handwritten stuff, specifically the handwritten. Yeah, stuff. yeah. The handwritten <laughs> stuff. And uh, and they're like, pre- you know, they're so nice at first. And cool. He's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Because he has a soft spot for Charlie and he wants. Yeah, and he's getting him. he's also getting blasted because he's an alcoholic (laughs) yeah he's getting blasted (laughs) and then all of a sudden over lunch they like turn the screws on him and they're basically interrogating him and he's like what the fuck is happening um so yeah that that scene happens and and essentially what they do is they like steal or take photos uh of all the information in her file yep Yep. um so now we're back in greece uh so charlie kind of does what she's told she breaks from the group um, meets Joseph and Joseph has, you know, a fancy car and he brings Charlie to some Greek monuments. Uh, and at this point, um, they're not in Athens yet, I don't think, but they're like, she's really kind of falling for him. She's like, this guy's so interesting. He's so smart. He like knows everything about like ancient Greece and he's kind and, you know, he's not like all the kind of drunk weirdos I hang out with. He's like, um, he, he's essential. I think he's like, um, he's sober if I'm not mistaken. Like he, yeah, he's not really drinking. And then she, t- he takes her on like, uh, you know, bribes his way into the Pantheon at night or the park. Right. Yeah. Like a private viewing of the Pantheon. Yeah. It's the Pantheon. I or always Parthenon. get confused. Or wait, Parthenon. 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 Yeah, Parthenon. I think the Pantheon's in Rome. Parthenon's yeah, in yeah. Greece. Yes. You know, the classic um, one, the, the big, on the big hill. The, yeah, on the big hill. So he yeah. like sneaks her up there and bribes the guards to get, get her, yeah, you know, up there. She's impressed hours, and she's yeah. like, oh, who are these? And then, you know, at one point she's like, oh, who are these young people who are also walking up here with us <laughs> yeah. at the same time? Um, <laughs> I love, I just like, love I mean, the this, way LeCure does this stuff yes, where like all yep. the, the, the characters who are not spies, they always kind of notice things. They're like, huh, that's interesting. Like, well, I that's, I mean, that's everywhere or, yeah, she, I mean, you know, at least, but this is why like Charlie specifically has been kind of co-opted because she does yeah. notice this stuff like yeah this she's is, smart yeah she's smart in this way it's not uh and she doesn't kind of dismiss it in the way no. in like spy who came in from the cold where she's like oh why are they calling me to here like why <laughs> yeah. are they bringing me to berlin like yeah yeah who are these people oh i just I, i'm gonna go anyway <laughs> yeah whatever I'll go. yeah she's very inquisitive and she's kind of got her guard up about stuff and and you know she kind of goes into it with joseph about her past a little bit and you know, we'll get into this later, but she she kind of makes this thing up about, well, at this point, we don't know she's making it up, but she's like going on about her horrible um, upbringing. And she had this like financer dad who uh, ended up, you know, going to jail because he was doing all this, you know, white collar crime. And, you know, she was stuck in these suburbs and she just hated her life. And that's kind of why she became a radical and and all this kind of stuff. And, and she kind of um, opens up to him about a lot of that, yep. a lot of that stuff. Um 
then at this point, he uh, starts becoming more distant all of a sudden, and he kind of drives her to this house, and she's like, where are we going? Like, uh, it seems, I think at this point, too, they're being followed, and she's kind of like... Yeah, I uh, mean, she's, like, caught on. The, yeah, she's not, like, something's I mean, she not kind right of <laughs> realized, she's like, oh, this is kind of too good to be true, and now she's like, yeah, this is definitely... This is definitely too good. But and they did they off. did kiss as well, which I think is yes. important. Um, yeah. Well, they're at the top of the Parthenon, and just all of a sudden, a red Mercedes appears and they drive off. And, and <laughs> yeah, she's like, what, and they're what like, the "Wait, fuck? where did this car come from?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, they they drive to this house, and um, uh, she basically gets, you know, some of the other members of Kurtz's unit are there, and they're basically like, "Come inside with us. We have to talk." And she's like, "What the fuck? You know, fuck you, Joseph." And she's kind of freaking out she is refusing to cooperate she's like trying to attack her two kind of the female agents that are kind of yeah. her jailers slash they're kind of the um you know the nice cop in in this situation yeah they're, they're always like giving her, her like they're giving her good vibes and like yeah you know, like... but then they're also like fucking her up if she tries to like, yeah yeah you know hurt anyone um that that whole relationship between them is pretty funny um and so we kind of get to the meat of this, which is, you know, maybe this is this whole interrogation scene is is probably the best part of the of the book so far, I think. Yes. Where um, Kurtz and Litvak are basically interrogating her. But the whole crew is like all around like Joseph, you know, quote unquote, Joseph is there. Um, all of the team is there. And, and this is where they're basically trying to turn her into an agent. And, and also at the same time, they're trying to actually figure out if she is the right person. So yep. they're like digging into her background, they start pulling up that, you know what? Her life wasn't um, this fucked up suburban nope. hellscape. It's like her dad didn't go to jail. And no, she wasn't removed from boarding school for yeah. failing to pay. Right, right. Like all this stuff that she kind of made up about herself to, I think, kind of help solidify her radical politics just yep. wasn't true. Um but they're kind of they're kind of doing this thing at the same time where they're like, look, we don't want you to lie. We like we we want you to be honest and accurately reflect who you are. And they're basically like, look, if it turns out that you're the right person and you agree, perfect. That you know we're gonna you're gonna help us out with some stuff. If you're not the right person, we're basically going to essentially disappear you for a while. Um, but you'll be fine and safe, and we'll give you some money. And then uh, you know, in a year, we'll basically release you back into society. And uh, that's basically your options. Yep, for sure. Um, Oh, and I it's, think a, it's a great scene. Like it's really, I think he, it does a really good job of kind of drawing out all the um, contradictions and agonies within Charlie's life. And, and they kind of get yep. into a lot of her relationships and they get into this, these kind of like Maoist training camps that she <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> went to with her shitty boyfriend and stuff. It's like the uh, Austin Red Guard training camp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's um, <laughs> like obviously never going to accomplish anything, but they're, yeah. they're kind of playing at revolutionary yeah, in the English exactly. countryside. Um, um, which you have to honestly, think, you know, if yeah. the, I was going to say, if you think, you know, if, if the Israeli intelligence service knows about this, the, the, the English intelligence service yeah. has to know about this. Already. For sure. Like, none of this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of actually, uh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But it's funny where it's like, you know, I don't even think a lot, some of this stuff may have been revealed in her kind of actor file, but yep, they know yep. like everything. And they're like, how many times did you go to this training? She's like, oh, I don't know, a couple. And they're like, what do you mean a couple? You don't remember how many times you went, but you remember specific details about some of it. And like, they're just trying to break her to be like, okay, like, yes, here's the deal. I don't really like 
know a ton of the stuff that I think you, th- I pretend to know. And, you know, I believe in these things, but I don't really have the, in the deep understanding of it. It's like, what exactly. do you want from me? Kind of thing. Um, and they kind of, re- at this point, Kurtz is kind of re- like, they've kind of decided like, okay, I think she's, she's the right person for us. And they kind of reveal the plan and they basically want, um, to, um, yeah. So, so they, they okay. want to create a relationship between Joseph and Charlie, but it, which right. is really a relationship between which, but to outsiders looks like a relationship between Yanuka and Charlie. Exactly. Um, exactly. So like it will look like she is traveling around Europe with Yanuka. Right. Um, and, and obviously at this point, it's very obvious that Joseph is like, uh, he's, his name's not Joseph. His name is, no. is like, I can't remember. His um, name I was is. trying to remember that, but you don't know like what, what, any yeah, we don't know really. at this point. Actually, and he name. is, he, he, well, I think they, they give a name. I'm just, I can't find it right yeah. now. Anyway, but it's like, he, to me, you are Joseph. I am yeah, Joseph. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the name you gave me. I am Joseph. Um, uh, and you don't know like the name that Marty calls him. Is that a real name anyway? Like it really doesn't right. matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. But 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 essentially, yeah, they they want to basically use Charlie, essentially to become, uh, uh, kind of pulled into this plot where they recruit her to essentially do a similar role to what that um Swedish girl Swedish did. girl did exactly uh, is kind of be the um white, <laughs> you know, Western European person that gets kind of brought into, you know, a Palestinian attack or bombing of some kind. And they want her to kind of um, get involved, pass some information, and then eventually, like, capture the... the yeah, and this is the way to get to the older brother. Right. Um, and, um, like... Which, you know, makes sense, I guess, as, as yeah. far as these things go. I do think one thing we've we've overlooked just that i thought it was very funny is that her charlie's real name is what charmian charmian yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and charlie's um, obviously like a way for her to like you know have her name yeah sound so like <laughs> hoity-toity i guess hoity-toity upper yeah. class english yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah and then so it turns out that joseph is you know like we said going to be a big part in this role and and you know that kind of actually sways it for her because even though she's obviously super pissed at him oh she's yeah still, she's still like in love basically yeah, exactly yeah she's kind of fallen for him and I, and i think it's kind of genuine and i think he obviously cares about her too and and there's some scenes but yeah them during this interrogation that um it, it's clear that he he does really care for her and wants i think he ca- i think they are both very conflicted for different reasons yes. but they're both very uh-huh. conflicted about yeah what is going on between them yeah exactly um, okay yeah so now um basically the plot is kind of started um in terms of the operation so essentially what happens now is joseph um and charlie are essentially kind of creating their identities and joseph is becoming um michael and michael is yamnuka or me i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that right michael michael yeah yeah and, and so he's basically like, look, here's the deal. I'm becoming Michael and you're becoming, you're Charlie, but you're becoming Charlie who has fallen head over heels for Michael. Yes. And it's, there's this cool scene where they're going through everything that's happened up till now. And they're like, and he's kind of like drilling her. What happened then? What happened then? Yeah. Um, and he, and he also talks about the performances that he actually was at. So we actually find yes. out at this point, like, yeah, it was Joseph that was there the whole time. And the important part about that is he did a lot of things during these um, performances. Like he sent her gifts. Sent her flowers. Yeah, sent her flowers, sent her a bracelet, A bracelet, yes, a very expensive bracelet. 
And so he's kind of quizzing her to be like, okay, what would you have, you know, how did you react? Like this stuff has oh, no, to be no, no. real. Oh, no, no, no. He didn't actually send her the bracelet. He sent her the right, empty that's box. Right. That's right. And then that's right. he was like, okay, and in that box was actually, right, in our yeah. reality, is a bracelet. Yeah. And where would you have hid this? Yeah. And, and, and yo, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. How would you have reacted when you saw it? Okay. Yeah. You would have been mad and you would have wanted to give it back to me. How would you have done that? And, and it's really cool because they go into the minutiae of like, okay, you wanted to come find me after the show to give it back. How did you do it? Did you go up the back? Did you come up the front? Yeah. Like, and, and actually, I love that scene. It was so, um, it was so that good. It was really cool. And I mean, they're like, they're also, they're breaking down and getting to this background that, almost certainly will never come up, but they are planning for like the potential of like, exactly. If someone asks you about this, you need a, like this, we don't need it. We're not just pretending this relationship existed. It did exist. We, yeah, so exactly. Like, you're not even going to be like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's just like, I, you know, they're banking on her being this great actor and right. You know, and that's the kind is. of cool part about it. Right. Is that yeah. first you're kind of like, well, why would you, why this like random actor? Cause in a lot of the, you know, a lot of the smiley books, it's all like academics and stuff who get kind of brought yep. into this, right. It's like professors. And it's like, well, why would you want this young actor? Is that like a reliable person? It's like, no, the reason you want her is because she has to kind of become a character, which is like Charlie 2.0 that has like yes. fallen in love with Michael. Charlie, um, who has, uh, Rather than going off to Mykonos, has fallen in love with Michael. Yes. And then, you know, is becoming, taking her radicalism to a next step. Yeah. And she's kind of, t- yeah, taken in with this guy and kind of fallen for the, you know, the Palestinian um, um, resistance through him. And yeah, it, it's really great. And and the part too where they're like, okay, we were, we were, we actually did stay in this house. Michael and Charlie stayed in this house. Yep. What did we do? We, we made love. What did that look like? You know, there what did flowers, you do? When, there was yeah, chocolates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got up <laughs> to drink water and you had lip, lipstick on the water, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, because I think, you know, rightfully they're like, look, think of all the stuff that we know about you. And we're, you know, we're the Israeli intelligence service. You have to assume that if this goes south or we're interrogated, they're going to basically know everything that we know, but like in the setup version that we've set up. So you have to know all this stuff. You can't be like, oh, I don't remember receiving a box from Michael. You know, you have to know. Oh, I received a box. It was just empty. Like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, uh, you know, if they're drilling her and they're like, you know, okay, you went out to give the bracelet back to Michael. How what what happened? And she's like, uh, um, uh, it's like, what what do you mean you can't remember if you went out the back to meet him or the front? Like, you know, you're an actor and you're this sharp um, uh, wit. You you would have known that. So you have to actually understand what you would have done. Um, so yep. it's a very very cool scene. So they they're kind of continuing their journey through Greece now, and as they're um, driving, they're kind of going through how their relationship developed and. They're going through, um, they're just going through all the background. Uh, and, and that's a, I really, I thought that was a really cool scene. And you don't actually get, at least in the stuff that I've read, you don't get a lot of that in his books where, where it no. really goes in depth of this, like building up the backstory thing, which was. Yeah. Cool. I mean, cause I think in a lot of most of his books, it's not really that important, but like, no. that's. They that just kind of say the, your, yeah. you know, <laughs> your identity. I mean, that, that is the key to this book though, is it that is, they yeah. need you know, they need to trick everyone into believing this is Yanuka and he's fallen in love, you know, Charlie and him are together and, you know, they're going around Europe and there can't be, I mean, they're trying to trick his brother. So like it has right. to be airtight. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, uh, yeah. So at this point, um, are we at the point now where they are? Yeah, we get to the end and I think, you know, they yeah, brought so this is the chapter nine. Scene, so they've yeah. brought, you know, we've, Michael. uh, Michael Yanuka to, well, they brought Yanuka to the, this apartment that the two, in Munich, yeah. uh, in Munich that they've set up, um, and have kind of, you know, they've kidnapped him. They've, they've they kind of got him these... across the border, uh, kind of yep. pretending to that he is like a medical patient kind of thing too, yep. right? Yeah. So they literally they... kind of had to sneak him. No, I think into... they, didn't they pretend he was dead? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because they like dr- they like yeah. drugged him up so he's like not awake during this whole transport yeah. from like Turkey to uh to Germany, which is which is crazy. So he's like drugged up and they basically, yeah, under some medical pretenses, essentially sneak him into um, Germany. Uh, yep. And then they bring him to this uh, soundproof room. And um, uh, then it's kind of revealed what um, their actual plan is. And and this is kind of a very, very uh, complex interrogation that they're running. Yeah. And they've also, we also have revealed that underneath the photographer's apartment, they've set up this whole forgery opter- right, operation. Right, yeah, right, right. Um, with uh, these three you know, kind of a, a forger who was in the camps um, and a criminal, I think. And then, uh, you know, a, a failed kind of writer and, and uh, a, you know, kind of hit, who's a woman and then his apprentice mm-hmm. as well to the forger who, who are down there. And they are basically going to turn the information that they gained from interrogation into these fake letters. Yes. Um, which and is then, yeah, they're, a yeah, big they're reason for, they went into his... Charlie's file. Yeah, right. Is... Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's really, it's actually pretty, like, it's in a very cool operation in terms of, like, it's awful, but, you know, they're doing it in a cool way. Let's, yeah. We'll, we'll yep, yep. And, and so they basically tell Mikkel that he has been um, kidnapped by Israelis, or not kidnapped, but he's been, you know, taken by Israelis. But um, they're kind of setting up this kind of good cop, bad cop thing where, they're pretending where where do where, do they actually where do they say he is do they say he's I like, think I think they heavily imply he's in Israel yes um and they say they have the two um bodyguards you know, yeah they have the two bodyguards who've set up rented the apartment as the fake Argentinian photographers yeah. pretending to be Red Cross like observers yeah exactly and and they're like you need to, to tell us and we're trying to hold off the Israelis, yeah. <laughs> they don't actually listen to us. You need to tell us what's happening and we can try to help you and save you before they like don't even let, you know, take you somewhere else where we're not allowed. Yeah. So it's this really interesting double cross thing where it's like they're doing good cop, bad cop, and they're presenting it as such, but in a totally different auspices. You know, it's like, no, you're not in a cell and you don't literally have like, here's Israeli interrogator one good cop. Here's Israeli intelligence officer two, which is bad cop, which, you know, you might expect or whatever. It's like this whole mirage to make him think like there are people here that are on his side to like help him get out of this. Because if it really was just two Israeli intelligence officers, I think he would know like it doesn't matter. I'm fucked. Right. Yep. Um, yep. But th- but them setting up this kind of Red Cross observer thing gives them enough where he does actually kind of start to open up 
to them a little bit and and like he's going through hell he's stuck in this place they also like give him these um forged letters from his brother right? yeah um, and they really uh upset and and don't they make him think his brother is in this like captured as well yeah yeah i think so well i think they're kind of yeah they're kind of setting it up that like he's got kind of an an opportunity to kind of save his brother save his brother in some way. yeah yeah um yeah, so yeah, basically through this ruses, they start getting him to reveal information, right? Um, exactly. And Kurtz kind of ends up being, he kind of starts playing the role as the Israeli in, in interrogator. The kind of main part of this whole scheme and this whole interrogation process, they're getting a lot of information, but they're also using this information to convince this, um, you know, I don't know if it's, is it like branded as PLO in the book? Do they, I don't. Do they? I don't even think they call it that, do they? Like this? No, um, I don't brother. think they. Yeah, I think um, they just they they imply, but I don't think there's any. Yeah, I don't think they actually like name it. Um, but but basically, they want this cell of Palestinian operatives yes. to believe that this relationship with Charlie is real. Um, exactly. that is the that is the primary thing, and this whole kind of interrogation scene is giving me the information that they need to forge this relationship so that's essentially where we end chapter nine is yeah. the operation is kind of full in, in full swing charlie's on board they're interrogating a michael the real michael and they're kind of getting the fake michael set up um yes so so far i've really enjoyed it it's um it's again it's a big book but i found at least this first bit to go by pretty pretty smoothly you know Definitely. the meek the, the mykonos bit it drags at points when it's kind yeah. of just the day-to-day of them hanging out on Mykonos. That part, you know, can drag a little bit. But for the most part, it's a pretty, um, it moves along pretty quickly. I think. And I think this is the slowest part. I mean, I think of a lot of books, like the first, yeah. where they're getting the action. You know, you have to learn all the characters. Yeah, you you're figuring out, like, set up all the action is kind of the slowest. And then it, it kind of goes off and running from here. Yeah, and, I, and as someone who hasn't read it before, like, I am very excited to see where this goes. And and I think just to circle back and, you know, we can kind of end on this, this whole first part, as you'll probably note from our description, it, it doesn't really get into much politics yet. The only thing it really hints no. at, like I said, is through the characters, often through Litvak, where he's got this in, intense hatred um, for, well, for Michael, but for kind of the Palestinians generally. Um, and Kurtz is kind of, you know, he's ultimately, I think, probably fair to describe Kurtz as a Zionist, but he's, he, his, yeah. his, oh, yes. his yeah. the way of him going about that is a slightly maybe more refined, quote unquote, yes. um, approach. Yes. But outside of that, they don't really, you know, I think Lecrae, at least up until now in the book, he's been very careful to take sides in the sense like he, none of his prose is like the Israelis are doing something bad and the, or, or vice versa. Right. No, no, I totally agree. It's, uh, I, you know, I think Kurtz is also kind of like smiling in that he is mm-hmm. may appear conflicted or is conflicted, but at the end of the day is always going to come down on the side of, you know, Israel Zionism right. or smiley. He's not going to, he's not going to be a double A, you know, he's not. No, 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 he's not. Exactly. He may have, and and, you know, he has certainly some issues with the way some things are done, but at least the way Kurtz is set up, he's like, look, and, and this is kind of a lot of the same thing that Smiley does a lot of the time too, is like, 
we do this kind of work to try and avoid some of the kind of mass casualty events that are brought on by like full scale warfare. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And that's kind of the justification. The, the, and, the quote unquote greater good. Like, yeah. But then, you know, and then you get, but then you get J- John LeCarrie's like, is it actually the greater good? Is the right. big question. And then you, um, you know, you get these scenes where like, okay, it's all well and good. There's this Charlie and Joseph stuff happening. You know, it's interesting romance, tension, blah, blah, blah. But then you get to this interrogation scene and it's really heartbreaking. Like they, they, they've just taken this uh, Michael character and they're just completely breaking him down. Right. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's despicable. It's just, yeah. you know, it shouldn't, you know, it's, it's not, you know, it's torture really. I mean, it, it just, yeah, I know it is. Like, and there is physical torture too. It's mental, but like there are parts early on where they're, yeah, like, they've you know, like strapped him down him. into yeah. an uncomfortable position yeah. and, you He's know, like wailing in pain, yeah. sleep deprivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, they're torturing him. Yeah. Um, um, and you know, there's never, it's not as though Kurtz is ever like, Oh, I feel bad for him. Or, you know, like there, you know, which I think is great. Again, all these are, you know, John LeCrae is not stupid. He makes all these choices like purposefully. And I think he's set up these characters in a really interesting way, which it'll be interesting for me to see how the rest of this gets resolved. And if there are some more kind of interesting, uh, or not interesting, I should say, but if there's anything more declarative down the road politically that I, we can I, take from this. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar to, uh, in a most wanted man, you know, mm-hmm. Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, who's like, yeah. you know, they set him up to this, you know, he's conflicted. He's trying to like save quote unquote, save, um, uh, the, the Chechen, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, the, you know, from being extraordinary. From yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but he's still at one point, kidnaps uh <laughs> the the lawyer in his own the country. lawyer to yeah. a black site and basically like <laughs> yeah. i mean like like there's yeah. you know there's this like very it's hard to resolve in these characters yeah which, i mean i think makes them very powerful characters yeah and that's why we love his writing right it's he doesn't he doesn't hold folks, these people up like they're we love john le carey folks don't we Folks, we love it. And that's uh, as good a place as any to stop. So we will end it there. Uh, We will be back in a couple of weeks with part two and then follow that up with part three. So please check it out. If you haven't um, started reading, you've got plenty of time to catch up. Um, You know, know, it's a pretty big book, but you can do it. I believe in you. I realized it's a podcast. We never said like, subscribe. Yes. We need to say this. Yeah. Folks, like, subscribe, like and subscribe and leave a review, you know, all that kind of stuff. Podcatcher stuff. Um, Exactly. But yes, we will be back again. Uh, Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, So far, a pretty compelling and interesting novel. I'm digging it. And given the timing, it seems like uh, a a kind of interesting thing to dive into. So we will be back again uh, in a couple of weeks time to visit. Uh, I don't know. I don't actually know if we game this out, but I guess it'll be the next nine nine chapters, essentially. Yeah, no, I think we game this. There's 27 chapters. So it'll be nine. It'll be 10 through 18. And then there you go. 19 through 27. There you go. Easy. Nice round numbers. Okay. Take care, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye. Thanks, all.